So we're going to start the uh, Daf Dalad. We're going to start from the Halacha Dalad on the, at the end of Gimel on the base. So we were discussing, uh, yesterday we touched on um, that on the 15th, uh, on the 20, sorry, the 25th, once they uh, moved, right, they started, uh, they, they set up the, the um, Shulchani, they set up the people to collect the money in the base of Mikdash. So um, what they would do is they, they started taking mashkainas. So the mission is coming off of that. It says, Afalpi she'amru ein memashkinin nashim v'avadim. Even though we say that you don't, nashim v'avadim and katanim are not chayiv. So even though you're not memashkin them, avalim shaklu, if you take it from them, mikablin miyadam. Right, so this is what we're going to have to tie into yesterday. The Gemara is going to babar in a second here. So that's one din. So even though Nashim Avadim and Katanim are potter, so Om Shaklu, if they take, if, if, if they decide they want to participate, you, um, you can accept it. And this is coming off of yesterday. We discussed in regards to the Kain Gadol, where we said that, I'm sorry, the Kaihanim, according to the Mandamar, that they're potter. There was a Shita who said that maybe you can't, you can't give um, because it was a Havamina that it would be a Karban Yachid. Anyways, we... Um, you know, and 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 Rabbi Yehuda said, no, you are able to give, um, even though, even though, right? It gets it's considered, you know, either way we explain it, it's bittel b'rayv or whatever it is. But even though it, they're partic- you now have a yachad participating in the carbon zebra, it's not going to be a problem. Now, hanachri um, v'akusi shashaklu. So the guy and akusi that decide they want to participate. So ain mikablin mehem, ve'ain mikablin. Okay, so you cannot accept from a guy. That's point number one. And the ain mekabel miyadam kine zavin, v'kine zavais, v'kine yoldais, v'chatois, v'ashamais. You cannot accept any carbonais um, that have to do with you know kinem, which is a chatos, okay, chatos or something specific for a purpose. Zehakal. Then what can you accept from a guy? Kol shenider v'nidev mekabel miyadam. So if it's a nether or an adava, they say harei alai or harei zu, so they, they can go ahead and they can bring an oila, but they can't bring a chatas, they can't bring any of these other kabanas, they can just bring a nether or an adava, then we, we'll accept that from a guy. Kol she'en ein ezra, and so too the Pasuk in Ezra says, Shenemar, the Pasuk says, This is not a joint project, okay? This is not for both of us, this is on us. This is not for the guy to participate, the Elo, okay. So now, now the mission is going to talk about a concept, kind of goes into nothing to do with what we discussed before. So we have this concept called Kalbain, okay, which Kalbain could be one of two things the Gemara is going to discuss. It certainly is at least an exchange fee. So let's say you, let's call a shekel a half a dollar, right? So you come and take a half a dollar, and that's Lamaisa why we, why we use a half a dollar in today's day and age. It's a zecher, because we're not really doing it to be Mekayim the Mitzvah, but it's a zecher, so we're going to use half of whatever our going currency is, and that's why we use a half a dollar, then there's three, one's, one's connected, this is the three trumas, which we discussed in both truma and kisisa, so that's why we, we, we use three, that's what the minute became. But anyways, uh, let's say you paid with a dollar, right? And you got change. So there's an exchange fee. So with, with something called a kalbain, kalbain means like a little extra. And we'll see exactly at the end of the mission how much a kalbain is. But so this is what you're going to be high of kalbain. That is one concept of kalbain. The other concept of kalbain the Gemara is going to bring in, in a moment here is there's a shitu who says that aside from the exchange fees, 
right? Aside from the exchange fees and the Kalban, there is also a concept that anytime you bring, if you ever buy silver, what does it say on the bottom of the silver? 0.999, right? It's never 100% sterling silver. Okay, that since the Kaddish Baruch Hu kimin hat matbeah, kimin matbeah shal eish, Heres Meisha, that Kaddish Baruch Hu showed him like a coin of fire, that just like if you were to put precious metal directly through a fire, you would get out all the impurities, so too, the matzah shekel we have to give has to be free of impurities, but since we can't have that, there's no currency that's going to be free of uh, some, some sort of impurities, so therefore, they were misakin to give a kalbain as a little extra to make up for any of the sigim, the impurities that could be in there. That's one shita, okay? But everybody definitely holds that there's a concept of exchange fees. But either way, kalban means extra. Now, what the extra is for, that's what we discussed. Either it's to, to make it for the impurities or it's the exchange fees. So now, So the following will be chayav and kalban. And you know who's going to be chayav and kalban? Whoever is chayav to give the shekel. Okay? These are all people that are in the game. They're chayav to give machzah shekel, so they have to give a kalban. Avoloi kaihanim v'nashim v'avadim v'ketanim. But kaihanim, according to that man number that holds the kaihanim are pater, nashim v'avadim v'ketanim, so they are all pater, and therefore, since they're pater from giving machzah shekel anyway, we're not going to require them to give kalban. Hashaykel al yudei kaihen, al yudei isha, al yudei evan, al yudei katan, pater. Okay, so, so too, if you're shaykel on behalf of one of these people, so then you're also going to be potter, just like they're not chayiv in, in, in kalban, so too, if you're, sh- being, if you're giving the shekel on behalf of them, you wouldn't have to give the kalban the extra as well. So this is talking about a case, Mestama, where let's say you go in to pay with a dollar, or a sella coin. A sella is two, sella is two, Chatsi uh, shekel, two shkalim, as we're going to call them here. It's a little confusing because we refer to shkalim, but really it's a chatsi shekel. So sell and shekel really be the same thing. But we refer to shkalim, we mean the shekel that you're using for the mitzvah, the hainu, a chatsi shekel. So therefore, if you go in, if you go and you pay with a dollar, okay, a sella, right? So you pay with one dollar, you only have to pay one kalbine. Okay, even though you're giving two chatsi shkalim, we'll have to see in which shita and which explanation, like we explained before, this is referring to, but you only have to give one. That's what we say. But Rameyer, Aymer, he says, Bez, Kalbanis, you're going to have to give two. Again, we're going to have to see why you, what Rameyer shita really is. Hanoisein Sela. It's a little disjointed, the Mishnah, right now, because there's, the Gemara is going to give color, and then it'll, it'll kind of all make sense. Hanoisein Sela, Vinoitel Shekel, Chayv Shtei Kalbanis. Okay, since it's an exchange fee, so you got to pay for the buy and the sell. Meaning, if you pay a dollar, so if you're paying for you and a friend, and you both go in with a dollar, so you pay one exchange fee. But if you're going to pay with a dollar and you're going to get fifty cents back, right? You're going to pay with a sell, and you're going to get one shekel goes into the pushka, and one you're going to take back. So then you have to pay the exchange fees coming and going. Okay, so you're going to have to pay two kalbonis. What is sella? A sella is uh, two of it's, it's double. It's two of the shkalim. We pay, we give half a shekel. Right, right, but that's what I'm saying. But the shekel that we refer to, really, a sella is a shekel. Okay, really, a sella is a shekel. And there's two chatsi shekels to a shekel. This is the way I understand it. I, so the, the, the terms, it's very, you have to be kind of fluid as it goes through shkalim. Basically, okay, don't get hung up on the names because in other places the names will mean something else. It means, uh, uh, shekel means what you have to give. Sela means two of those. Okay, it's double what you have to give. 
All right. Hashaykal. Okay, so then you have two kabbinas. Hashaykal al yedei ani, al yedei shechene, al yedei ben iray potter. But if you're giving somebody a, as a matana, if you're being shekel, no, so if you're coming together with someone else, then you're, you're helping him get, do his chiyav, right? So you're in bishlichos bish or whatever. You're, so then you're going to be chayav a kabbin for that. But if you're giving him a matana, so I decide, hey, you don't have to be a nice guy, or for an ani, then you don't have to pay the kabbin. I just have to go on the I was totally confused. I'm like, where are you? Oh, sorry. Vim, Vim, Hilman, Okay. Now, again, if you're just laying it out, if you're loaning the money, then you're going to be Chayev. Because since you're, the guy's going to have to pay you back, you're laying it out. You're going, he's like, hey, you're going to your Shalim anyways. You're going to give your, your Shalim. So can you take one? Yeah. So that's not considered a Matana. That is like you're doing it Bishlichos. And therefore, since he's going to pay you back, then you would have to give the Kalman for that. Okay. Now, ha'achen ha'shotvin, shechayovin be'kalboin, peturin mi'maiser behema. So, the deal is like this: that when we talk about maiser behema, shutvin are potter from maiser behema. So we say ha'achen ha'shotvin, but let's not get too hung up on the achen ha'shotvin. The key point in this part of the Mishnah is shutvin. So, if you're a shutv. Right now, what happens? And we're going we're to explain this. These, these, these Mishnayis are very hard to understand if you're learning them on their own, right? If you're reading them. So, if, let's say there are brothers who they get the Yerusha from the father, they split the Yerusha, and then they decide, you know what? We really want to be partners, okay? So, they rejoin as partners. So, what we're saying is, if they are partners, then they're Pater from Meiser Behema, because the din is that partners are Pater from Meiser Behema, okay? However, if, right, so if what we're saying is since it really belongs to them and they're really partners, therefore, when they give, when they give the shekel, they're each, right, they're like two partners, two partners are giving it out of the, they're paying out of the company, but because the company essentially is two partners, so they're both going to be chayev. Since whatever is considered a good partnership to potter you from Meiser Behema means that you're really partners and you're going to be chayev for a column. However, okay, Now what that means is if you're, if you're chayv in Meiser Behema, what would be the only way that two brothers would be chayv in Meiser Behema? That's if the Yerusha was never really split in the, in the first place. So it's still in the father's estate. So now what's happening is cool. So that's the only way to get one owner because if they already split it, now there's two owners, something that's two owners, Shufim, then they would be part of Meister Behema. So it means this really belongs to the estate. It was never, there was, it's called what's thesis habayis, the estate. Now, since it really belongs to the estate, so if they, if they pay, if the two brothers pay their shkalim, their chiyah from the estate, then it's not really theirs. It's really a matana from their father. So if it's a matana, we said that a matana is pater from Kalban. So therefore, says the Mishnah, if you're going to be chayv and maizah behema, how are you chayv and maizah behema? Meaning that it really still belongs to the father. Then p'turim and a Kalban. Okay. Kamahu Kalban. How much is a Kalban? Ma'a kasef to Vramayr. So Ma'a kasef will essentially be one-twelfth of whatever the chayv is. The chatsi shekel, or as we call it, the shekel. And... Um, Chachamim say chatsi ma. It's one twenty. It's one twenty fourth. Fine. Next, okay. Zaktimar. Let's go back to what we started. The Mishnah said that kitanim here. It said mikablim. Okay. Afisham emimash mimashkinin nashim avandim vikitanim. Let's focus on kitanim. Avam shaklu mikablim miyadam. You're able to take it. Okay. But what's the difference over here? Yesterday we said 
that we're not mamashkinem. However, we are toiv in. Okay, we will tell you you have to pay. And how did we explain that yesterday? We said, how could we be from a katan? We said, because we're talking about there's three levels when it comes to katan. This is the way the Gura understands it. There's three levels. There is somebody who is a katan less than 13. So he's going to be totally potter. There is somebody who's 13 to 20. They're chayiv, but we're not going to be mashkin because what does it say? At least in Kisisa, it says, Ben Eshem Shana. It's called, and that is from 20 to 60. So they're not really, we're not going to be mashkin them until they're 20. So there's essentially two gedarim. There's, well, three, three levels. There's katan is totally potter, and then there's a chayiv, but we're not mamashkin and mamashkin. So the Gemara wants to understand, we're trying to reconcile these two Mishnahs, and that's how we'll explain the Gemara. So, in yesterday's Mishnah, we said, we're going to be Tevei, it sounds here like we're just going to be Makablin, we're not going to be Tevei, so how do we answer that? So the Gemara says, As we explained, that the Mishnah yesterday, which said we were Tevei, or was Mashma, we were Tevei, means that he's a Gadol, and that's why we're going to be Tevei, and here we're talking about a true Katan that's less than 13, and therefore, we're not going to be Tevei, we'll be Makabal if he comes and he wants to give, but we're not going to be Tevei. Okay, Hanachi Rakusi, we said that we don't accept Shkolem from the Goy. Amar Rav Bo. Tiftar, Kemanda Rakusi Kenachri. Okay, so it sounds like, what did we say in our mission? We said, Hanachi Rakusi, Shashakul in Mikablin Mayhem. We're not going to accept from them. Sounds like we're putting Nachri and Kusi in the same category. Okay, Kusim are uh, Gary Arias, right? So they're not necessarily. We're saying they're considered them like guys. The ispalgin because this is a machlekes kusi kenachri divrei rabbi. That's rabbi shita. Okay, and therefore, how does Rabba explain our mission? He says our mission is going like rabbi holds like a kusi like a nachri. To which Rabbi Lazar says, "I'm a Rabbi Lazar." Rabbi Lazar says, "Masnisin." No, he says, "I don't agree." Masnisin is bin nachri. Okay, so he says, "Habakusim loy." However, it does not refer to a kusi. It's a kusi is not going to be a problem. Vitani, and we, what, what is it? Vitani came. And this is how we have a brisa that learns the following. We have the pasuk that says, Adam ki akriv mikem prat le mummer. Okay? Adam ki akriv l'rabbis es ha gerim. Okay, there were only pratla mummer. Somebody who do we not accept the karma and from? Somebody who was a mummer, b'chol tarakula, right? However, a kusi. He just might not be, you know, we'll accept it from a guy. A guy is not a mummer. In order to be a mummer, you have to be a yid. And then you went off. You have to be off and rebel against the entire Torah. You know, he's not even shy to it if you're a guy. So he says, Mikam, the rabbis is a mummer. Okay, so we see that what? We see that uh, there is a difference between a kusi uh, and a guy. And mummer v'chal tarakula. We're saying that a kusi is not a mummer v'chal tarakula. Fine. So that's how Rabbi Lazar is explaining our Mishnah, that our Mishnah, who said that you cannot accept a shekel, was really only talking about a guy, but a kusi would be okay. So, so the, the word kusi from the Mishnah? Well, no. So... Okay. Yeah. No, well, let's see, let's see. Okay, um... Let's see. Masis and Pligi al Rabbi Lazar... So it's going to be shver according to Rebbe because it says ein mekabel miyadam kinei zavim vezavas kinei yeldas v'chiyesh kinei zavim vezavas benachrim. Okay, so there's no such thing as kinei zavas and zavim from nachrim. So what are you talking about? So how could you say ein mekabel? 
they're not in the game, right? They're, they're not, uh, there's no such thing as a zav by a guy. So how could, how could you, Reblazer, have an understanding that it has to be going both on Kusim and, and on Nachrim? Is that what you're going to say? You're going to say that the Ein Mekablin Shekel is only talking about a Nachri, and then the second part of the Mishnah says, Ein Kinezavis, that's Kusim. So how would you read it? You'd say, Hanachri, the kusim, right? It's a nachri shaklim mikabel mehem. The aim mikabel mikusi kinim zavim vizavos, right? And you're splitting the mishnah. So the gemara says yes. Kain who reisha benachrim b'seifa bekusim. Okay, so we have to explain that when the mishnah said nachrim and kusim, number one ain't shaklim miyadam. Number two ain't mikabel miyadam kinim zavim vizavos. So we have to, according to the first Ma'am Amar, it would apply to both, but it's fair because you can't, they're not, there's no Havamina to think that if a Kusi is like a guy, that you should accept Kini. And Reblazer says that no, ain't a Kamadim from a guy, from a Kusi we will accept, but a Kusi we won't accept Kini Zaman Vizavis. Okay? Amar of Yechanan. So now, in regards to somebody we said, right, and how do we say, why can't we accept from Gayim? Because it said when it came to Ezra, the guy wanted to participate. And what did Ezra say? They wanted to participate in building the base of Mikdash. He said, This is not a joint project. This is for us. We, the Yidin, have to build it. So now, I'm Rav Yechanan. In the beginning, when they built the base of Mikdash, We would not accept something that was recognizable, nor something that wasn't recognizable, even if it was nondescript, and nobody would know that the guy donated it, we still, would not accept, we, uh, we still would not accept it from them at the building of the base of Mikdash. However, ubisayf, which means that betekabayis, so for ongoing maintenance, then if it's not recognizable where the guy is not going to be able to you know, bring his friends and say, hey, I donated that, right? So if it's not recognizable, then we'll accept it. If it is, we will not accept something that is recognizable. He says it makes no difference. Whether at the time of the building of the base of Mikdash or for Bedekabayis, we will not accept something, even if it is not recognizable that it came from the guy, we will still not accept it. So we have a Brisa that's going to argue on Rav Yechanan. So we're going to basically Kasha. Kashan Rav Yechanan. Rav Yechanan said, so Ein, right, it says Ein Mikablin. Skip the second Ein. Ein Mikablin Lehem Hektish Vinidava Lebedekabayis. Okay, it says blanket. We're not going to accept anything. Hektish or Nidava for Bedekabayis. You have Yechanan said, we will accept from them Dover Shein and Mesuyim for Bedekabayis. So we see Kashan Rav Yechanan. So the Gemara answers, Pasala will answer it. Bein Betchila, Bein Besaif. You're right. This is whether for the building of the base of Mikdash. Or, or for Bedekabayis, but what is this price of talking about? Ubilba, Dabar Mesuyam. This price is talking about Dabar Mesuyam. And even Rabbi Yechanan is going to agree that Dabar Mesuyam we will not accept for Bedekabayis. It was only Dabar She'enim Mesuyam that him and Rabbi Shalakish were arguing about. Okay, skip the Pasar. Rishim and Lakish Aimer. Bein Betchil Ben Masayf Ein Mekablim Loi Dabar Mesuyam, Dabar Ein Mesuyam. Now we're going to ask Akasha on Rish Lakish. Masnisam Pligi Yarishim Ben Lakish. We have a Kasha on Rish Lakish. Titani. Because we learned in a brisa, ha kol shavin, shehein noidrin v'nidrin. Everybody agrees that they can be noider and nidr. Now, what does noidrin v'nidrin mean in the Havamina? What it's going to mean here and why it's a kasha? Noidrin means the guy can say, 
I am going to give a certain amount of money, right? I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to give um, uh, my, the guy can make a nether to donate something of value, right? I'm going to give some X, okay? I'm going to give the value of X to the basement. And nidrin means that we could use his value, okay? That the guy can cause uh, someone else to be the value of what he's giving. Either way, the lushan of Nidrin um, vinidrin sounds like money, right? And if it's money, Rishlakish held that you can't give for anything, even if it's ain't a What is nidrin again? Nidrin means so. Nidrin means I'm going to give, uh, you know, X. This I'm going to be nidr fifty dollars to the base of Nidrin means that they could be the subject of somebody else's, okay? Which means that the guy can cause uh, someone can give the value of a guy to the base of okay? So the havamina is. We'll, like we'll see here in a second. So the, the point is that we, we see nidrin, right? Now, nidrin means that they could be the value of somebody else's. So that means that a yid can say, I'm going to give the value of that guy to the base of Mekdash. Nidrin means the, the guy says, I'm going to give the value of that person to the base of Mekdash. But either way, what do we see? That you can give. So the Gemara wants to say, okay, no, pasar law, oila. So it's Kashan Rishlakish who said you can never give, even the Vashan Muslim. So the Gemara answers, pasar law, oila. Now, when we, said, uh, when, when we say nidrin vinidvin, we mean the guy is saying, I'm going to give a carbon. We'll accept the carbon from a guy. We just don't accept money for Bede We don't want them to participate financially. We'll accept the carbon. Anoyla, like we said. So, the Gemara, nicha nidrin oila. How do you have nidrin oila? Right? Nidrin means, Lushan is, I, the guy, am committing to give. Nidrin means someone is committing me. Now, when it comes to money, it means they're committing my value. When it comes to a carbon, it has to mean they're committing me to give a carbon. Well, how could a yid commit a guy to give a carbon? It doesn't make any sense. So how could you say that nidrin and nidrin means that we're not, it's not money? How could it be Naila? The Gemara answers, oh, one second, I just, I spoke it out. Um, yeah. Nichan nidrin oila, nidrin oila. That doesn't make any sense. Ella, so what's going on? So what would be a case of Nidrin? Really, the Gemara is saying we're talking about animals, not money. Because Rosh Hashanah holds you can't accept money. And what does it mean when he says Nidrin? It means that the Jew is, is being Mechaev himself to bring an Ola, and he is essentially now Mechaev himself but this Lashen, that's what Nidrin means. It's just a difference. Nidrin means I'm saying I will give an Eulah. Nidrin means I'll, I'll copy, I copy that. Copy that. He said he's giving an Eulah, I copy that. Okay? So, whatever he said, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring one too. Or I'm going to bring it for him, but either way. Okay? He said, I, I, right. He goes, I'll bring it for him, let's say. So that even makes more sense, right? That's Nidrin. So the Yid was Machai of the Jew by being Machai of himself, and then the, the guy took it. Um, the Yid was Machai of the guy by the Yid being Machai of himself, and the guy took it over, essentially. Okay. So if, now the Gemara is going to ask Akasha on both of them. Okay. Hi, what do you mean? You're saying that you can, you can take an Eulah, right? You can accept an Eulah from a guy, a carbon Eulah. I, doesn't he bring Nesachim? And where do Meiser Nesachim go? There's extra money in the Nesachim. Loyla Klisharis, Inon. They go to Klisharis. Klisharis is something Basuyam, right? The guy can point and say, ah, you see that nice Kaylee? That was from my, my Nesachim money. So the, so the Gemara answers, Dimsa maybe Dabar Mesuyam. That's a Kasha on both of them. They both hold. You can't use Dabar Mesuyam. <coughs> so the Hesiv, Rabbi Yesi, Barim Bun, 
that Yesi Barabun answers Vahataninen Nerachin Vahirchin Loy Lebed Nekabayis Inon I I don't understand we know that a guy is in the parish of Erechin and that's going to go to the Bed Nekabayis so that's going to be a Kasha either way what do you have to say? That we only have a problem accepting when he's giving it to the Beis HaMikdash. But here, right, by Erechin, he was trying to be machria, his own value to, right, I, I'm giving my own value to, to Hashem. The Hechetim said to get it is through the Beis HaMikdash. But that's not what the guy's intention was. And therefore, Okay, so Cain, now, we're explaining, this is, we have to explain the kasha here. What did we say? We said, right? So now, there's two, the, it's a kasha, both of Rabbi Yechanan, which is Dabar Masuyim, who holds that you, don't, you can't give to Bedek Abayis neither Dabar Masuyim or anything else. And it's a kasha, I'm sorry, who holds, for Bedek Abayis, Rabbi Yechanan holds, you can only not give a Dabar Masuyim, something specific. But if it's Dabar Sha'ina Masuyim, you can give. So Rishlakish holds, you can't give anything at all, okay? So what the Gemara is answering, this first answer is saying that you intend when you do uh, to give the money to Shamayim and here you could say the same thing that really you meant to give a carbon and on its own it was the base hamikdash decided to go to klisharis really you just intended to bring money to the base hamikdash and this is an answer for Rabbi Yechanan, like we're going to see in the Gemara in a second so what he's saying is that this uh, uh, automatic Switch that the base of Megdash is doing, where you are bringing from the Sachem and then the extra goes to Klisharis, that downgrades it from it's like you gave a Dover Masuyim, Shadaver Aden Masuyim. And therefore, Rabbi Yechanan holds Dover Shadaver Masuyim is okay. All right? Ma, Avalodar Shem Lakish. I, what about Rish He holds you can't give even Dover Shadaver Masuyim. So the Gemara says, Pasar, La, Loy Lachem, Viloy Lanu, Live Nice Base of Lakim. That when, if you remember, when did the Mishnah say that there was an, is, an issue? That's loy lachem loy lanu libnei spesalokenu, right? Meaning that when you are, it's something that you are going to be able to call your own. But if you can't call it your own, meaning the guy, um, the guy is not is he's not going to know or he's not going to understand where his money went. It's a very similar type of answer than the first answer. But we have to explain these answers differently because the Gemara explains them differently. The two different answers. So you, it, it, in a way, you know, for someone like myself, it's it's splitting hair. So there's not a clear difference. And the first one we're, sent, we're the first answer we're essentially saying we downgrade it, right? We downgrade it from Dover Masim to Dover Shainim Masim. So that works for Vietnam. And here, what we're saying is that no, that since uh, the Isser is for them to participate, it seems like knowingly that it becomes a joint project when they give money for Nesachim and, 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 and which they're allowed to bring in and, and the extra money goes to Redeka Bias, that's not on them. They don't get any, any uh, you know, they don't get a good feeling about that. It doesn't look like, oh, I built that. They can't bring, bring their, their friend in and show them, hey, I, I, I participated in that. Or not, my money participated because they, that's not, that wasn't their intent. They don't know where it's going. That's, it wasn't a joint project. Okay, and therefore, that's why it's not going to be an issue at all. Okay, now Rav Chizkiah, so we had two shitas. Rav Yechanan holds that building the base, everybody holds. Rav Yechanan and Rav hold the building the base of Mikdash. We cannot accept, it, it, we cannot accept anything, Masoyim or not. When it comes to Bedek Habayis, Machloikis, Rav and Rav Yechanan, Rav Yechanan holds we can accept Avr Sheinim Masoyim. 
Okay, they both hold you can't accept over Masuyim that if it's recognizable. Okay, so Rav Chizkiyah is a third sheet to Amar Rav Simon, Shalmei Ata, which is merely, it's not no, no Shaila, it means Emar Mei Ata. Ein Mekabal Mehem La'amath Hamayim Ulochoi Moisair Ulmigdos Aha, Al Shem Shenever, Velochem Ein Chelek. So this Pasuk is talking about also in Yerushalayim, and we're saying not only can you not accept money to build or maintain the base of Mikdash, you cannot even accept money to build, okay, or maintain Yerushalayim. It's also going to be a problem. Okay, next. Elu Chayavim Bekalbim, read the next three words, and then we're going to skip a few lines. It's still going to take a while. Elu Chayavim Bekalbim, so we said this is the extra money, the Kalbim. What's the Kalbim for? So skips to the end of the parentheses. So we're reading the first three lines before the parentheses. Skip from the tani to the end of the parentheses. About four lines down. You see that? Masnisa Durameyer. So our mission that says your chayiv in Kalban is Rameyer, Dhamma Rameyer. That just like the shekel is a mitzvah daraisa that we have to give shekel, so too. The, chai, the Kalban is also a mitzvah darai, so damra meyer. Why? Like a coin of fire, a Kaddish Baruch who took from him the kisei covered and showed it to Moshe. So he said, you have to give it like this. So Rameyer holds that the reason why you have to give Kalban, you got to give a little extra, is because it has to be 100% pure, free of impurities. And since you can't have a coin that's 100% pure, Right? My sterling silver says 0.99. That's not even a coin. Right? For sure, the quarter doesn't have a lot of silver. Okay? So, I'm saying, but even in those days, the silver coins, they had to have some sort of impurities. So, a mayor holds the reason you give Kalman is because you're going to give a chassi shekel, but there's impurities, so you've got to be mashlamit. Din Torah Daraisa. Nosan Sela Lital Shekel. So, we said that if you, we said that in the Mishnah, if let's say you go ahead and you want to pay with a dollar, you pay with a seller, it's essentially a dollar. You, you, your chiv is a, a chazi shekel, 50 cents, okay? And you're going to pull back 50 cents. So you go in, you give a dollar, you take 50 cents change, right? You get change. So then, nosan sell, little shekel, chayv shtei kalbonus. So you're going to be chayv two kalbonus. Now, we said that there's two dinim. There's one, like Rameyer said, of commit vampayashal ish, that's why you need kalbon. And the other reason you need kalbon is it's also for exchange fees. You need to pay extra for exchange fees. So, I'm um, Rebel Lazer. Rebel Lazer says, You're a mayor here. This is going to be right mayor. You know what? You're paying two. One for the exchange. I gave a dollar and I got back 50 cents. That's one exchange fee. And one for the Matbeyash al for the impurities on my 50 cents. Okay, that's why you have two. So that's Rebel Lazer Shita. Skip the parentheses. Ditanya. Elo Chayavin be Kalban. Kalban Echad Rameyar and Beis Kalbanus. Okay. Virav, Umar Rav, is, and Rav Amar. He says, no, everybody is going to hold, even the Rabbanon who argue our mayor hold that the exchange, you have to pay exchange fees, Kalbain. But the Kalbain, you have to pay it on the way in and on the way out. You gave a dollar you, you, and you're giving back 50 cents. So you've got to pay once to exchange a dollar into two 50 cent pieces and one to get the 50 cent piece back. Okay, Kalman Echad Rameyer Amar Beis Direkol Dam Rameyer Echad Shekel Shu Noisein Vechad Shekel Shu Noitel Vechad Ledivrei Torah. So we see the Rameyer holds in that case. You'd actually have to give three, two for the exchange, the dollar, and then the getting the fifty cents change, and one for the impurities. So we see the fact that Rameyer holds three in that case. So we see that the Chachamim would agree that you have to give two in that case because you pay the exchange fee twice, one on the way in and one on the way out. 
According to Rav, there's going to be three kabbonis. And he said there's also the three, the three possible kabbonis. Right? Like we saw. Okay. So, okay, we're going to go over time. Either today or tomorrow, and I'd rather do it today. So, um, hope, hope you guys have nowhere to go. I, I'm trying to go as quickly as possible, but uh, it's, just, it's just not. Okay. So, we said, that we have brothers who are shutvin. The way we explained it was that the brothers split the fathers, uh, Yerusha, then they were chazer and ishtatu, they joined together. All right? So, if they joined together, now they're shutvin. Shutvin are going to be potter from Meiser Behema. But since they're, they really split it, and it's their own money in the Shutfis, if they give from the partnership, they pay the shekel for both of them, then they're going to both be Chayev Kalban, because they're each giving. Two people have to pay two Kalbanas. Okay? So, Now, like we explained, they split the father's estate, and then they decided to partner up. So they're real partners. The fact that they were brothers is almost irrelevant. They split the father's estate, they became individuals, then they joined into a partnership. That is where there was never a, uh, a real, there was never a, a division. Uh, we didn't go through probate, right? We're still, the assets are still the, really the fathers. It's Jesus Abayas. They belong to the estate. And therefore, there's only one owner of the cattle and one owner of the money, and the owner of the money ain't the brothers. So the owner of the cattle gives Maestro Behema. The owner of the money, the hind of the estate, is giving a matana to the brothers. Matana is pater from Kalban. Okay, Amar Rebbe Lazer. Now, this that we say, that if brothers go ahead and split it, they, they divide the estate, they go through probate, divide the estate, and then come back and, and, and join his partnership, is only, It means, What does that mean? I think, I'm going to say I think, well, I shouldn't just say that because everything I say is I think, in this, in this Masechah. I think what that means is, they did a real formal probate. They did a real evaluation of assets. So there's two ways, think about it this way, okay? And I think it's because, let's say it's animals, again, I think. Uh, there's, there's animals, all right? So within the father's estate, let's talk about the animals. So Lamaisa, right, it, it could take a long time, you know, there's a lot of fighting. It could take a long time to actually properly um, go through probate. So what they do is, as like almost like a temporary measure, they say, okay, let's just split it. Okay, there's 100 sheep and there's 100 gideon. So you take 50, I'll take 50, you take 50, 50, 50. Someone's got to care for these animals, right? And the Mepharshim here explained that we're dealing with a, a gather of Brera. And if, let's say, one brother decides to take it, so then it's Brera later, he decides to eat one of those sheep. He wants to live off of it. So it's Brera later, really when they split it, they weren't really splitting it. They were, it was almost like a temporary thing. We'll come back later, we'll do a proper evaluation, and then we'll decide who gets what. But in the meantime, there's 100 sheep, you take 50, I'll take 50. You take 50 of this, I'll take 50 of that. Now, if they take one of those, so that it's begetter breira, which means that if they decide they want one later, then we're hoverer afterwards, that when we split it, this temporary splitting, it was real for that one animal. But really, it's not a real. So when we say, uh, that means that's the opposite. That means we're not just saying, take 50 of this and 50 of that. Let's split those 50-50. It means we went through a formal evaluation, and I'm taking, and Tiyashim, 
Okay, then I'm going ahead and it's what we'll call kederach mekach, meaning we're going through evaluation, we're attaching a value to every animal. You know, large ones are worth this, small ones are worth that, right? We go through the process and gedim are worth that, tiyashim are worth that, right? and, 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 and I'm going to take the gedim, you'll take the tiyashim because we, we added up the value and there's a value there and it's like a mekach. So what we're saying is the only way that there's, when we talk about Yerusha, right? We think Yerusha. If you get something derech Yerusha, if it's not, what we're saying is if it's not done kederech mekach, it's not a real Yerusha. And if it's not a real Yerusha, it was never really split. And if it was never really split, when they join back together, they're not really partners, right? So that's what he's saying is that the brothers who split and rejoined, that you're going to be potter from Meisr Behema, and therefore Chayiv and Kalban, they go hand in hand, is only if you did a real split like a mekach. Okay, If you just said, look, there's a hundred gedis, I'll take half, you take half. Okay, what that means is that that is the Chokah Mishah Rishayna. It's not considered really split. Again, what he's going to say is, it's not considered really split. And therefore, when they join later, it's just going back to the to the Habayis. It's not a real split. And therefore, it's not a real partnership. It goes back to the Habayis. And they're going to be Chayim and Meister Behema and Potter from Kalba. That's one. That's, that's, uh, that's one shita. It's Rebbe Lezer shita. Amar Rebbe Yechanan. He says, No. They do have a din of Kilokuchais. Kilokuchais. And they're going to be potter from Iser, meaning this mandamer holds ain breira. If there's ain breira, that means on a Yerusha, you can't decide later. If you can't decide later, that means whatever you did to split it up was real. So if it was real, they're like, look, it was really split. Right? So it's, it, it, the Mepharshim are explaining that this machlagis has to do with breira or not. So, right, if, if, if there's no breira, that means whenever you split it, that's a real split. I don't care how you split it. Okay? Now, like we learned, like we see that if you are that if you um, are lekeach or it was given uh, or is given. So in other words, the, the din is lekeach part is not necessarily as a, okay. The, the din is meiser behema is not only potter if you're shutzim but also if you're lekuchim if you're lekeach if you buy it. It's only if you birthed it. Then you would be chayv from Meisr Behema. So we see that Lekeach and Shutvim are going to be Potter. And um, we see it doesn't really matter. And again, because this Mandar holds it's like Lekuchas. They're like Lekuchas because he holds Ain Breira. And therefore, when they split it, it must have been a real split. Okay, Rav Chia. Now I'm going to finish, I'm going to finish until you know, the, the parak here. Just give, give me like, it, this will go fast. This is like three minutes just to the end here. Otherwise, you have to get back into it tomorrow. Rav Chia, Amar, Rav Yirmiya, Bai. Vilama, Les, None Umrin. We could also say the Mishnah had two cases. Achana Shutvin, that they're going to be Chayiv in this, and Chayiv in Mice, if they're Chayiv in, in, in Kalban, they're Pater Mice Behemoth, or if they're Pater Mice Behemoth, they're Chayiv in Kalban. And if they are, uh, are Chayiv in Mice Behemoth, they're Pater from Kalban because it's their fathers. This is really, there's two other cases. How would that be? How could, so really, there's a total of four, four possibilities. Skip the next three lines. That's a quick way to get to the end of the paragraph. Just skip a bunch of lines. Okay. Chelkai. Um, go to Chelkai. Okay. Chelkai Nesachim. You see where that Aleph is? Down three lines. Let's say that they really divided the money, but they didn't divide the behema. So now the money is theirs individually. Okay. Uh, then you're going to be Chayav on both. 
because we never split the behemoth. That belongs to the father, so it's owned by one person. So therefore, you're chayiv and meiser behemoth. The money was split, so now it's ours. So when we give, we have to give kalban. So you're going to be chayiv in both. Let's say you divided the animals and you did not divide, divide the nechassim. So now they're going to be potter in both. They divided the animals and then we rejoined. We're shutfim in them. So shutfim. Or even if you didn't rejoin, like we, the Bryce seem to say, like lukuchais, right? If it was a real division, then they would then have lukuchais. If it's lukuchais, then you're not going to have to give Meister Behema. Okay? Or if they rejoin the shutfim. But if they did not divide the money, the money still belongs to the father's estate. And therefore, if the father gives for them, they're potter from Kalbad. Amar now, this that we're saying, you could be chayiv in both or pater in both, and that we could divide, we could say that the behemas are different than the money. That's only if the behemas are not right. And we'll say that the estate is considered divided, the money is considered divided as well, and therefore um, it, it, it's not going to matter. Okay? Now, just one last thing, and this we already know. Okay, we already know the Gemara is going to ask the question of how could it be? Rev Oven, Amar of Shimi, Bai. So he asked the following question. This is really, really should have been kind of at the beginning, I don't know the way, because it could have been at the beginning to help explain the Mishnah. Okay, says, I don't understand. Because you're treating the brothers as one person. Okay, that. Uh, uh, Okay, so he's saying, he says, how, how could it be that if, if you're treating them like one person and they're going to be chayiv and meister behema, therefore you're a pato from Kalbon? What does that mean? This is what, what does that one have to do with the other? Right, which is what we all asked when we read the Mishnah. We have to figure it out. Right, now we're asking another question. What does one have to do with the other? So, shouldn't be that it shouldn't be any different if you were to give a shana shlema. <clears throat> if you were to give a full one as a gift, so um, if you would give a sell as a gift, so he would also potter. So that's, that's the answer, right? He says, okay, because it's like a gift. And if you would give a gift, because it's coming from the Father. Right? Or you could read this all as one question. Bottom line is um, how the Yershim, after they split and they come to uh, be Shutfim again, so then there's no more Tfisas Abayas. So the, and then now they're Chayiv and Akalban. So what's going on? First we're saying they're Chayiv, then we're saying they're Potter. So Rabbah, B'Shem Rabbah Abba, Barav Huna, He, okay, so he says, Shnei Achim She'yarshu Aviyam, He, Kishnei, they're like Shnei Gisim She'yarshu Aschameim. That we're saying that two fathers, two sons that were Yerish and split the estates are essentially like two son-in-laws who are Yerish, meaning they, there's no concept of Tfisas Abayas there. It's like a Matana. Right? And therefore, uh, right? And therefore, so the Gemara is answering, the Gemara is asking, again, what, how are we at- attaching, number one, how are we attaching, why are we including Meister Behema together with saying that it's Tully Zebiz, that Meister Behema is Tully with Kalban. And number, and number two, right, why is it Dafka brothers, okay, if, 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 like son-in-laws also, if they split and came back together? And that the Gemara is answering, yeah, it's essentially, it's, it's essentially true that it, again, it also do with the split. The way we explain the Mishnah is the way the, way the Gemara is understanding it. And what we're saying is, is that really Meister Behema doesn't have anything to do intrinsically with Kalban. It has to do with what is the status of them as Shutfim or Lukuchais. If they're Shutfim and Lukuchais, then 
they are Potter Maisa Behema, but they're Chayav and Kalban. And if they're not, then there's still a Tfisa bias. Since they're brothers, there it does matter if they're brothers. Since they're brothers, there's a Tfisa Sabayas. Now, just one last thing. Where did the Kalban money go? Okay, because we're going to discuss later where did the Shiari Halishka go, the leftover money and all that. So, where did the Kalban money go? Remeir Eimer Lishkalim. Okay, it went to wherever the Shkalim went. Reblazer Eimer Lenadava. That it, it's, it's, a, it's a Nadava, right? They bring Eulahs from it. It's for the gold plating. The gold plating for the base Kaddish HaKadoshim. It was gold plated. Okay. I never made it to the base HaMikdash. You know where it went? Like we said, it's exchange fees. So it went to the money changers. Some say that no, it was, uh, it was to pay for the logistics, the travel expenses of getting the Shkallim to Yushalayim. Hadronach, Perak, Bechab Adar, Hadronach.